Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you, man? Well, I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I've never been better. It's a you know big day. Man. Big day. The Church of Laszlo Bowl. Yeah. Huh? Lions versus Chiefs, huh? How are you feeling? Supremely confident. Yeah? I heard you going through your list there earlier. Like the Lions rolling in here. And... Goff. I just saw Mahomes' uh, stats on uh, week one in the NFL. It looked pretty good. I think it said something like, I don't know. Five and zero. Yeah, he's pretty good. Ball million player. yards, no interceptions. Yeah, he's pretty good. On the touchdown, something like that. I don't know. A, you can't. It looked, you, looked pretty good. You can't mess with destiny. I, I, and listen, it is I, on the line I, side. I have year. eyes and ears. I've been watching the news and listening to these people talk, and everybody loves the Lions. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about the Lions. Everybody's excited for the Lions. Look, I mean, it, it's not ideal that the Chiefs have ones. Week one. To crush their hopes and dreams? Well, yeah, at least to slow them. Right. You know. So uh, I'll be from there on Look, out, man. you know, rooting for you guys. It's hey. Just... There may not be a time, in my lifetime for sure, not a time that the Michigan football team and the Detroit Lions football team has so much optimism going into the season. So just let me bask in the optimism until Absolutely. it all goes yeah. crappy, okay? I can do that. You guys got all your Super Bowls. I you got everything that. you want. You got the best it's player t- in football. I can do that. So just shut up about it and let me, until the game's over, let me feel good like we're going to put it on you. I can all right? do that. I know what it is. I'm a Lions fan. Listen. But we're going to win. First of all, I've not been doing MCDC. a ton of, ton of trash talking. But secondly, if the Lions were to win tonight, I know exactly how this would play out tomorrow at I wouldn't have to wait until tomorrow. 
As soon as the game is over, you would be, before the game is over, you would be texting, you would be tweeting, Xing, whatever the hell it's called, and you would be basking in it tomorrow on the air. So I don't feel like I have been overly trash talking the, the Lions going into this game. Well, I mean, you're just a little, a little fun here sorry and there. To, and obviously, I, to ruin. I ha- I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I mean, that's you know, my team, and I don't love your chances. I, I do think it's a tough game to start off the season, but it's tough to go in there. I feel like I've been pretty fair, and I said I'll root for you afterwards. I just have this feeling that tomorrow, if the Lions were to find a way to to, to win this thing, that I, I would never hear the end of it. Now, if you want to go after Nick, that's fine. He did an adequate amount of trash talking sure. the other day. Just try and direct it at him. You know, my feelings get hurt. Mm-hmm. Snow Cone, he does a lot of trash talking. He does. How the hell did you get? Wait, he's still on TV. Look, that is you, man. What the hell? That dude looks just like, like you. How can you be in two places at once? He looks like, nothing like How can someone uh, look exactly like well, you're you? You're a guy who does not like realize you. what he looks like. And that guy looks exactly like you. It's I mean, uncanny. his face is a little fuller, but that's it. You're better looking. You're better looking, but you guys look a, a lot, lot alike. alike. It's like the reverse of me and Brian Hoyer. Yeah, if he put a little... Yeah, he's, you know, his face is a little rounder. That's it. Yeah. Isn't Brian... Is, but they look exactly the same. Is Brian Hoyer the one that you say I look like? Is that his right name? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Snowcone, if I can admit the Brian Hoyer thing, sure. you should be able to admit this. Not only does the guy have, like, a similar... Your same exact face, beard, the eyes, the eyebrows, the haircut, the exact grain at the right same place. It's, it, the hair is exactly the same. I that see part it. is crazy. I can see it, yeah. And, like, the, kind of, the, I mean, his, you know... You this, look exactly the same, man. You, you look yeah, a lot alike. He's a good-looking guy. You, uh, well, your facial shape is the same. I mean, he's now, just got a fuller face. He's, he's got a fuller face because cheeks. everything else is yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. Like he's that kind of oval. His nose is a bit wider. He's got a little, little bit. That's, yeah, man, it's close. Bit, but it's Come close. on, no, it looks like you me. look just it. like him. He's he's got uh, yeah more pinchable cheeks. Look, you're a better looking guy. He's got a little more sun. He does yeah. look maybe a little more athletic. Not that yeah. you don't look like you could. Uh, you know, he looks a little more athletic, but yeah. But yeah, you're the better looking version of him. Okay, I can see it. Yes, but you guys look a lot alike. What's his name? When I'm sitting here and Lazo goes, why is Spencer on TV? And I turned around and I about crapped my pants. I mean, that's, you know, when you hear that, you you go, okay, what is it? What's the similarity? People Uh say that about me. Anytime there's a bald guy with a mustache and a beard, that's it, right? But But. this is, I I don't know that I've ever seen someone who looks quite so much like you. The fact that he's on Football's such a weird sport because unless you're like a superstar... We just never see you without a helmet right, on. Exactly. I've never known that you look like Mitchell Schwartz. Nope. <laughs> He's been in this city for years. Yeah. No I've one, never known no you look like him because I've only seen him in a helmet. Yep. It's it's crazy. We couldn't we didn't know who it was for the first Yeah. I was like, who the hell is that? Why is Snoke going on there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean obviously you know the the, the stars, but most of the time you're used Good to see him in the helmet. Fella, he, he is. He is. I would say He's all right. Look, you're better looking than him, though, so that's okay. I think okay, you're the better stop looking version. with that pandering. Lazo, his he, feelings were obviously hurt. I know, but he knows. Well, you Mitchell said he doesn't look like me. No, he doesn't. Guy. You seem to want to deny it. Maybe because his cheeks are just a little bit uh I just thought he had a yours. fuller face. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Not much. But other than that. I mean, because his face is kind of drawn down straight, too. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah, not, it's not much, man. No, he looks like me. I get it. We only see ourselves in pictures and when we look in the mirror. And the big yeah. problem with the mirror is that it's, it's not what everyone else is seeing. So we, yeah. And then we have to also build ourselves up, right, in our minds. This is what we Your look like. Your dad bang other people? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I found other siblings. Yeah. If he did one of those DNA things, Send your picture to him and be full. like, I don't know what happened, but... 
Did your mom ever go to a pumpkin patch or try uh, <laughs> funnel cakes? Because you know, what if he's your half brother? Yeah, you could. I mean, I would share money with the half brother if I was wealthy, wouldn't you, Lazo? If, if you found out you had a half share brother, share money with my full sister. Well, I'm saying if you were, you know, NFL wealthy, I might. Now you can't just you can't lead with that. You can't start asking for money. But sorry, you know, it's a little uh, joke. Hey, look at the two of us. Look at this good-looking guy, mm-hmm. right? That's the other you thing. You, like you never want to tell someone they look like you. I think yeah. other people are allowed to do it, but you're never allowed to say like, you know, wow, we look a lot alike, huh? Because yeah, you can't say that. That's uh, you know, you, especially if you don't know the person, which I'm assuming mm-hmm. you don't. If you're in a position to be saying something like that, yeah. I've had those moments. Well, I've had one actual moment where I looked at a guy and he looked at me and. It went unsaid. That was Chipotle, right? That was at Chipotle. And what had happened was I'd been doing, like, there was something going on downtown, and there were people were taking buses. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a guy who recognized me from the, he was a listener. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, sometimes he's like, man, I, I thought I saw you earlier. I did, right? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, we've been out. And he's like, were you working at Chipotle, though, earlier? And I was like, no. And I couldn't tell if he's joking. <laughs> I think, he seemed serious, though. And I was like, I think the no? funny thing about that is Slim is so embarrassed that he works at Chipotle. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> that he just says there's someone who looks exactly like him all the time. With it. Right. Yeah. That same thing. It took forever for him to admit he worked at the B. Because people were like, I swear I saw you working at Apple. He's like, mm-hmm. no, not me. It took him years to oh, yeah. 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 It's yeah. okay. You but picked you up a couple in... extra shifts at Chipotle. Who cares? I know, but I can't solid? wrap the burrito. Yeah, I forgot all about this guy saying he'd seen someone that looked like me. Chipotle. This was a couple hours later. I wasn't thinking anything about it. And we go in there, and he's working. And he looks up like, you know, he's the guy with the tortilla. The first, yeah. what can I get you? I'm, I'm like, uh. It's like and it's like a, a moment of, I don't know. I mean, it certainly felt that way. But also, I'm thinking... We were so much alike that I'm thinking, I, I'm, if I think I look this much like the guy, then I'm probably the worst looking of the two, right? <laughs> but, and he's probably thinking, this guy probably <laughs> thinks he looks like me, but I hope he knows he doesn't really look like That's at least what's going on in my mind. I don't know, but there was definitely a look of like, good Lord. And it was, what do you say? There's, you know, in that moment. You kiss him. It, it's like that. <laughs> yeah, you just kiss you walk him. Walk up and kiss him. It's like that Lucy Cabin about somebody about to be hit by a car, you know? Yeah. You just, you don't have time to think about it. It's like, I, well, uh, a bowl and a burrito. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say right. at that point. And I think back then I still wore glasses and he was wearing them too. So that only added to it. It was bad. But back to football. That's all anyone is talking about today. Yeah. Even the national news, that's all they're talking yeah. about today. This is it. This it is it. tonight. Are you going to the game? All the li- I'm going to the game. Oh, you're excited? I'm nice. excited. Absolutely. Do you need a lion's hat or something? No, I do not. I do not. I'll be okay. okay. But uh, like I said, look. Let's just kind of come to some sort of an agreement here. Now, we can make a, a friendly wager on this game later. I thought that could be fun. But uh, if, if the Lions do find a way to win, you know, you direct that glee towards this fellow over here, Mitch, and uh, the guy uh, that's actually at FS1, Nick. Right. And, you know, just kind of remember that I, I took it. Yeah. I've been taking it yeah, kind of easy sure on you. I'm sure he'll take it easy. Yeah, I'm sure he won't. Basking it that, for the That's next what I was saying. He, he, I, all I did at the beginning of the show was just you know, mention, like, well, I'm sorry that you know, the, the Lions have so much hope this, this season have to start their season with, against the Chiefs humble. at he's Arrowhead. Not, he's not, and then he's win, like, oh, let he's me, not going to be humble. Let me have so some let's hope. Let's not be humble to I'm him. Like, I'm letting you have some hope. That's what I said. I was like, but I know that tomorrow, if there were some way to you're trying Lions to take it win, easy in hopes that if they do, that he won't. I'm telling be him so I took bad. it easy, and I know that there's really no reason to because he wouldn't take it easy. That's exactly what I'm saying. You don't know that to be true. I'm not. I'm not. 50 on you guys tonight. Like Ryan Day, going to hang 100, huh? We're going to hang 50. Hang 50 on me. Hey, well, wow. Lucky if you guys scored all that garbage ass team. Be, be interesting. So who's I gonna? I, I don't know if we've made it public yet, but I 
I may be playing tight end. I did call down there after our discussion with Nick the other day just to find out and see. And, you know, I yeah. watched uh, that old Jack. They say he might play. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, so, so, you know, I'm. I mean, that's nervous you know, excitement. He's good. Nervous excitement. Sure. He is he's definitely a good football I, player. I, I think they'd yeah. rather have Kevin him start. He's the greatest tight end player. of all time. You don't think he's the greatest tight end of all time? I mean, it's, I, I understand you. I'm guessing that you would argue that I mean, having such a great quarterback. Well, no, because I think his competition in there is Gronk. Yeah, yeah. And Gronk had a great quarterback. Yeah, Gronk's so. the other one. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think those two guys are tied yeah. for the greatest of all time. And then Tony's third. You know, the, uh, watching that Tony G thing. Yeah, they, I mean, there's other guys that are right for, up there. You know, he played Kittles. Such you know, lousy guys. Really good. I mean, I don't know how many years it was total, but Tony got stuck with the really Kellen lousy Winslow. teams. Lousy Chiefs teams for a while. You know, I don't think he's on their level, but he's up there. Yeah. Not yeah. junior. Junior's in jail, but there's a senior. I just thought at this point, like, Kelsey, has he broken the actual records on paper? Yeah, now I Receiving yards in a season, total yards, that stuff. I it's all. So. I, yeah. I knew that he was. It seems like each year there's, like, one more thing. Like, okay. Yeah. But, and also, what was Nick saying the other day? How many games has Mahomes started without him? Was, did he two. say it was two? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then, and then I just saw the stat earlier that Mahomes is 5-0 and oh in week one. Has it been that long already? God, that's my thing. Five seasons. Yeah. That I was just, I was just like, I guess it would have been. That's crazy because in my heart, I want him to just you know be twenty four forever, twenty five forever. Lost the third. Yeah. Missed the fourth. Won the fifth. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. So this this is uh, season six, right? Yeah. We're doing wow. our numbers right. Very exciting. Well, I could say you know there's other things to talk about, which there are yeah, other I mean, than football, but I don't see any reason to really. So uh, one of the things that I saw that I thought we could discuss like, is. Uh, most annoying fan bases in the NFL. There's always you know, the best fan yeah, bases, right. the worst Chiefs. fan bases. Yeah, and right. I'm just afraid when racist I see these now. Arrowhead. Are they yeah, going to put us right. on? Once your team gets good and they're good for a while, they start putting you on these lists. And I'm, I'm creeping through here looking at Middle right. America racism. Yeah, okay. Disgusting. Just stop. You work here. Okay. For God's sake. <laughs> Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Uh, we'll do the list of most annoying fans. Is it yeah. all sports or just football? NFL? Most annoying NFL fans. Most annoying NFL fans. Yeah. 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 I've, I've seen these lists before for the worst fans. As you, you know, know what it Philadelphia, says. people hate Philly. those fans. Yeah. But I don't know that they're annoying. Oh, they're annoying. Why? They're just booing Santa. Yeah, that's, yeah, but it's that's like annoying their, if it's, it's just thing. like mean. You it's know like what I mean? Thing. They're not annoying. And you know it's their thing. It doesn't thing. really affect me. Raiders, like I don't, Cowboys. You know, do the Raiders Cowboys have fans? fans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Raiders I'm fans. joking, All of Snow Cone. It's a sh- yeah, right. You all are an, an idiot. First of all, that's probably our biggest market is independence. Okay, I've seen the numbers. You're going to take a shot like that? Yeah, you think there's a bunch of Raiders fans? Well, I think independence is huge Chiefs yeah, Absolutely, they're huge Chiefs fans. It makes no sense to there. say there's oh, a bunch of Raiders fans. That's crap. Chiefs, Chiefs like Nation. There's Chiefs flags right. in front of every house. They're all taking family about? photos in right. Chiefs. All right, again, we're big in independence. I thought we were headed in the right direction. wrong with that. I'm just and they take photos. family photos in yeah, right. Chiefs gear uh, out there, right? I mean, how many jacket. of those do you see? My dad may or may not have taken a family photo with the Chiefs tie on at some point. I don't of course know. They do. but, you guys are talking you know, about who's the most annoying fans. Just that's not women annoying. out here in 
1979 <laughs> starter jackets that say Chiefs on them with it's a the football leather jacket. It's not the classiest the to least classy jackets. fans. It's supposed to be the most <laughs> annoying. But yeah, we'll get to that. Um, real quick, though, I did see this uh, this video that people were sharing. Lazo has been to, I don't even know if you could give an estimate, how many? <laughs> I'm Big Ferguson. He's writing a letter to War Machine from Snow Cone right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> fine. Direct that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lazo, how many Little League games do you think you've been to at this point? I, I'm honest it's, to it's God, uncountable. Hundreds. I mean, it's uncountable, right? Uncountable. Because. You started, they started, uh, but you were coaching like basketball stuff, but they were also playing other sports from the time both of them were like five. Yeah, but we just talk, even if we're just talking baseball, it's uncountable probably. Uh, for just the baseball little league games that you've been to? Yeah, because I, I mean, and what's I mean, the, Chacho played 50 last year, played 50 games. Wow. So you, uh, yeah, you've been to a lot of them. Right. But the most of played the time, that many, so it was at least 100 over the summer. Wow. At least 100 just baseball. But even if you're not a coach. And that doesn't count the fall, they both got games this weekend. Okay, so even if you're, which I'm guessing... Well, I don't coach their baseball teams. Right, I know there's some teams you don't coach. There's teams that you coach, and there's also teams that you like help coach, like assistant coach. I help coach the baseball team when they were little or a little bit. Baseball, it doesn't matter, but baseball's my sport. Like, I love it. Yeah. And I understand it, and I get it. And I love football, too, but I coach football. The reason why I don't coach baseball is because I can get mad. Yeah. I can get angry if you like, and it's not good. Like, if, you know, you throw the ball the wrong place, I could get, like, what are you doing? Right. Know what you're going to do with the ball. Like, and so it's I just like, you know area. what, step back. Yep. And even if I watch their games, I try to stand all the way down by right field. I'll start yelling at the coach. Like, bring the corners in. Why are you an idiot? Right. Right? I just have to, you know, because I love it so much. So mm-hmm. but, you just have to know. Like, I, I think those people who get mad at games, I'm like, I get it. I get that mad, too. We have to have some self-awareness to just remove yourself from the situation. That this is Like, right, I've right. had those head officials at those things come up to me and drive by, and they're like, why do you sit all the way back here? I'm like, because if not, I'm going to turn on one of those guys who yells mm-hmm. at the umpire and the kids and the coaches, and they're always like, more people should be self-aware like you. I'm like, no one can hear me right now if I'm like, you dumbass, 13-year-old, stupid, right? No mm-hmm. one can hear me, just me. So Just me, mumbling under my breath like an old man. I guess that answers my question, because I thought that even if you weren't coaching or assistant coaching, that you'd... I don't really ever see you sitting in the bleachers. I always think of you as kind of standing no, there. No, I sit in the bleachers, too. So you do sit there. For baseball, there. yeah. You will sit there, and you will uh, actually sit down, sit down, fence, down with yeah. other parents. And Well, you guys, I'm, at least Snowcone, you probably know. You know that... Uh, oh, God, I can't think of his name now. The YouTuber, Gus Johnson. You know that guy, Snowcone? He does like the... You yeah. would definitely recognize him. You know Gus Johnson? You probably, of course. Your kids probably watch him, right? The announcer? The, no, the YouTuber. The guy oh, who, no, I thought you were he did, the announcer. He has, I don't know how many. I mean, he has multiple videos on his page that have millions no of views. I see it, of course, like everything pop up on Reddit. He does impersonations and stuff, but he's got one that's going around now. And I'm not saying that I thought this was necessarily the funniest thing of all time, but I also don't go to as many Little League games as you do. So he was doing, he says it's his impression of the inappropriate uncles, but it's really just whoever the inappropriate sure. attendees are and the things that they say at Little League games. And I figured you could tell me how accurate this is. Hey, the game's still going on. Fifth inning. I'm early. So is Keith playing, or Kevin, what the hell did you kid's name? Kind of dumb. Where's he at on the field there? I'm such a proud uncle. <coughs> there was no smoke. I'll put it out between puffs. The, you know, the smoking thing, I, I did wonder. I'm guessing they have rules that say, like, at most of these facilities, no smoking yeah. at all, period. There's got to be the parent. I walk out. Okay, because I'm, I'm just thinking of, like, my cousins and stuff, my uncles. They would have been the people who were mm-hmm. like, you can't tell me I can't smoke here. I'm smoking oh, yeah. here. And it would have caused a whole no, thing. Like, I walk oh, out. Yeah, here we go. Just walk no, out I of the would, complex. Or if would. it's too far back there, sometimes, depending on where you are, I'll go into the woods. 
to just totally you know, like I have yeah. like you know trails mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. in those big parks. I'll just walk back there. And don't, need, don't need these young eyeballs to Where see you guys this. Keep the participation trophies for these little scamps. Surprised you even keep a score anymore. <laughs> just let me light this. Eyes on the ball, coach. Can I come out there and show them a look? No. Okay. Is there a sports book around here? You think they got any Everclear at the concession stands? I got my own mixer. Hey, am I allowed to boo the kids on the other team, or do we not respect free speech around here? Okay, so there's a few right. things here that again, none of this is that hilarious, but I do think it hits on funny things. The idea of I'm sure there's parents who are we know there's parents who get angry but the parents who are trying to coach and and yes. yelling at the coach like listen i got an idea yeah <laughs> i mean just give me this one thing right, yeah. i know i'm not a coach but i got this idea what if we tried this and that's kind of usually like really um, annoying. it's really like uh coaching from the stands and they coach like they yell to their kid and then other kids too and they say stuff that Usually, those parents don't know what they're talking about a lot of times. I would assume. And so, so. And then it's, you know, it's like dumb and it's funny. Right. So, you know, like, keep your eye on the ball. And it's like, yeah. I mean, well, I, what, and yeah, I always think, like, well, you, what was your kid wasn't, looking at his phone? He, what, that wasn't, wasn't, what, wasn't what he was trying to do there. Right. Like, what, you know what I mean? It's just swing so, earlier. Like, swing, swing earlier. That's the. Hit it. That's Try how gonna, <laughs> Try you just, it. You know, don't swing <laughs> like, so hard. We just need deep contact. Deep I'm like, well, I mean, if we don't yeah. score swing more hard, it won't go far, and so that score more than them. It's not not what we're looking for. Score more than, but it, that is what me and my boys do at Royals games. This is the obvious. So thing? we sit right next to the right field, like this whole time oh, last yeah. time, and we would yell at the right fielder, of like, course. "Hey, that last at bat! Make sure you keep your shoulder in. Yeah. Keep your chin down. Keep your eye." And they always look back because they've heard it from parents. A million. So times. we're always doing that. You know, hey, it's all right. Yeah. Keep your eye on the ball next time. Let's hustle, man. It's all about attitude and effort, baby. And those guys are always turning around like, just shut up. Yeah, that's, we always did that, That's too. how we heckle them. Some, some guys are very annoyed by it, and then there's yeah. those guys who are like, I get paid millions of dollars, and they're smiling about it. And yeah, because they know you're just saying stuff that you exactly. do to little leaguers. They've well, all heard it. I just thought the video was the thing that it made me think of that I never thought of before is going to as many games as you do is just, just like any social situation, the small talk conversations, the topics for small talk – Got to be kind of limited. How's your kid doing? Uh, how's and you're supposed to remember their names, which would be really hard for me to like. Their he's kids? joking around about like, yeah, like uh, so. How's Kevin, Keith, uh, Chris doing? You know, right. just trying to remember their names because you don't want to think that you don't care. This is you're looking for, just like anything in life. You're looking for friends, or you're looking for a parent to sit next yeah. to. Yeah, well, when they're younger, so like with Chacho's team, like he still plays with some of his friends, so I know their parents. And so we're friendly. You know, we get along. You so that's that good. So like, and, yep. and you hang out with those people that you know, right? And, and that's all good. Uh, when they get older, like with Euro's team, like I don't know any of those parents. He doesn't know. None of those kids go to school together. They're all, you know. Be honest. Doesn't that make you a little bit? I try to find. I always tell Euro, I try to find one guy. Yeah. One guy exactly. every year that I can just, when I go up there, I know he's going to be there and I can talk to him and that's it. Of course. You know? It never changes. It's the same in elementary school. Yeah. So when you're a, a middle-aged parent, you know, going to Little League games, you need at least one person yeah. that you can sit with at lunch, sit with on the bus, sit right. with at the Little League game, whatever the I'll case is. I'm trying to find is. that person. Yeah. And has and he, then, you know, my ex-wife is there. She, you know, we don't sit next to each other. So I usually just sit with her. Yeah. Uh, what about people uh, showing up drunk? Is that an issue? Or like bringing, bringing alcohol? <laughs> okay. I, I mean, look, I've been to Little League games when I was no, a kid. I've never really allowed, seen anybody hammered. I was at a Little League game or at a Little League park at, at least. some of those, they ago. sell beer. Yeah, I saw that they were selling, like, you know, well, I, I talked sort of to one of the beers. guys who runs one of the tournament things here, like, you know, the whatever, travel ball, baseball tournament. And I had told him that 
I had seen him at one venue and that my younger son was playing this other venue and I was going to go down there and he was like, are they serving beer there? And I was like, yeah, I had a natural light the last time I went. I sat in the stands at a natural light. And he's like, man, it's crazy because he's like, we're not, they're not supposed to because we oversee everything. You're not supposed to serve beer at Little League games. He's like, but... They also do a so- adult softball at this one venue. What happens? Yeah. And he's like, so we they have beer in there because guys buy beer to play adult softball. When you go in there, it just says beer two fifty, and the right. kids running the concession stands don't know they're not supposed to. So I go in there and get like a two dollar natty light, slug and, a couple and, of and those. And they're down. selling it. Okay, yeah. I figured it's like we know that there's beer back there. That's no, it's because they don't know they're not supposed to, yeah. and it's on the menu. So. Okay, because I noticed it at a park. I mean, maybe it's been like 10 years ago now, but it's sometime after we came back from Seattle. I know they did not have it when I was a kid at these yeah, parks. Yeah, no, me neither. And I saw it, and someone said something about, yeah, but, you know, there's like <laughs> adult kickball be, yeah. and softball and whatever right. here, and that's what it's for. And I was like, I wouldn't be totally shocked, though, if they sell it at Little League right. games now. They don't. Because, but they don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, most annoying team. We'll do that next. Or no, sorry, most annoying fans, not most annoying yeah. team. Most annoying team, I guess, would be the team that you root for for years and just keeps losing. I don't know how else you could rate oh, an annoying team, oh, right? Oh, that's Hey, boy, you're the one who rich. took that as a personal really shot, not really me. I wasn't directing that at anyone. Really rich. The Church, the church of Laszlo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, most annoying NFL fans. Yes, the most annoying fans in the NFL. Should we start at the bottom? I feel like that's the way to do what, it, right? Like the least annoying? These would yep, be the least they have annoying? the least annoying fans. And, they, and uh, you do have some connection to this team. And I, you know... I don't know if you'll go, yeah, that makes sense or not, but they, because part of the headline was the most annoying fans in the NFL, the least annoying is Jacksonville Jaguars fans. Yeah, okay. And I just, you know, I would assume that yeah. it's kind of obvious why, right? I mean, it's Jacksonville, first of all. I don't, you know, like Philly, we were just talking about the booing history and right. all that stuff. That may make you angry, it may not. It doesn't bother me because I feel like it's their thing. You know, you know right. they're, they're, they're supposed to do it, they have a thing. And, Right. And everyone wishes they had a thing, especially if they don't have a sure. thing. So I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Uh, it seems to bother Snowcone a lot more than me. But with Jacksonville, you know, the team hasn't been around forever. 
right? Right. In my mind, I'm old enough that they still seem like a new team, right. but they're not. No. Uh, it's not like they've had a ton of success over no. the years. But um, also, you know, it's not like people who live there are depending on them for, you know, entertainment? everything. Entertainment, right. happiness, everything else, because they live and in And the this people are there are pretty nice. Place. I mean, in the sense, like, you know, people in Kansas City are nice. They're like the southern version of Kansas City. Okay. A little too religious for your liking, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but nice and polite, right? Hold yeah. doors open for you, that kind of stuff. And, by the way, uh, I should say that, you know, of course there's a formula to how they do this. And I think just like we did a similar one last year before, it was like the worst fans or best fans. Something. But uh, they, they take social media posts, mm-hmm. they calculate, and they look at, you know, how much they brag, how much they boast, all that stuff. So when you think of about a, a team like the Jags, that also makes sense. It's not a huge city. So even right. if we're going to break it down, you know, maybe they're right, breaking sure. it down. I don't know. But it just makes sense. Uh, Tampa Bay is number 31. So Florida, Florida, right? Yeah. Uh, Washington Commanders number thirty. I thought that was interesting because, yeah. but maybe it's just because it's been it's been bad. It's like you know, in the eighties when they were like dressed women, they the guys were dressed like women with pig noses. Oh God, remember yeah, that the hogs or whatever them. it was? That's yeah. them, and they that were good. Like to me. what year was that? Um, I mean, they won the Super Bowl in the early nineties, right? I don't have. Did they go back since then? I remember that season that they were like they they had an almost perfect season. Maybe they'd lost two games. I was thinking maybe they only lost one game that year. I don't know. I remember who they beat? But I, I feel like they've been pretty consistently not good since then, yeah. right? So it makes sense. The Houston Texans number twenty nine. Again, that makes sense, yeah, right? Okay. Uh, Atlanta Falcons twenty eight. I don't know why that team is so weird to me. It always has been. It's a mix of like. The uniform, the dome, the I, I don't know, but it's just it's like the team I think about the least and I liked Matt Ryan, but Yeah, I was gonna I, say you're a big Matty Ice fan. I liked him. But it's just it's always I don't know. It's it's a weird football team. It could be it's probably just one thing and I don't realize it. Maybe it is just the uniforms. Maybe it is just the dome, even though you live in a warm place. I don't know what it is about okay. it. But I I, I just I they're pretty I mean, nondescript. Yeah, it's like I think about them possibly. Least. And if I ask you, like, who's the biggest superstar? Of the That's Falcons the thing, ever, like, right? Uh, nobody. Exactly. It's tough. So then the uh, okay, Atlanta Falcons twenty eight, Indianapolis Colts number twenty seven. Okay, we're getting care. higher up here. These are all like teams I don't care. Like about. to see my th- yeah. Although you know, like pretty nondescript. Again, yeah, the the Colts were annoying when they had Manning. Uh, just because they but were the good. fans were that was it. No, I don't know that the fans yeah, were, and yeah. that was kind of pre social media, so I don't recall that. Being an issue, the Los Angeles Rams, number twenty-six. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the I don't fan think they show is. up exactly. That's right. my thing. I yeah. I know there's millions and millions of people, there, so they obviously have fans, but it's still. I know tough they've for had them. to do things like, hey, don't you know, buy tickets so that other teams don't buy the tickets when we play here, right? Even but, though yeah, it's so. L.A. and you know you, you're not the only team. Uh, Tennessee Titans, number twenty-five. Thought that was okay. Sure, fine. I th- I find well, them to be somewhat annoying at times, but maybe it's just because in recent history they've been pretty competitive. Yeah. Um, they played the Chiefs really well. Yeah. And I probably spent too much time on their subreddits. You know, just you going do? back and forth. Well, after games, I'll go to see what the fans You're are saying the- about their team. I'll just go to like our Titans or whatever. At- just after Titans. a game. No, I don't. I'm not subscribed to it. Just you're after a game, I'll look, or before a game. Produce the show or something? <laughs> no, I don't. I, t- I just take a look. I think that's normal. You go I'm see. Just what, asking. You know, you're excited about a game, or maybe the night before, and you're wondering what their fans are thinking. And if you if you felt like the fans were talking trash, and then they get beat, then you really want to go well, take let's a look. Jump to top order. ten. Okay, we can jump to top ten. Here you yeah. go. Number ten, Baltimore Ravens. Hmm. Okay. I don't know that. You know. I don't know. Again, what were the, number nine, the Giants. Now. 
the only thing that comes to mind for me, and you guys were just talking about this movie, is the uh, Patton Oswalt fan, the yeah. super fan or whatever. I don't know the that G-Man. much about Giants fans. I mean, either. I've always I have liked a buddy the Giants who's won. a kid. That's like his number one team. Right, he's a Giants fan, grew up in Jersey or something. I don't know. Yeah, I have no like, reason to like him other than they were good when I was a kid. I thought their uniforms were cool. Uh, and I, you know, just I'm an Eli Manning fan, so, you know. I mean, too, and then I liked him more because of that. Consummate underdog, right? Of being of so good, but nobody thinks he's good because his brother was better. Like, you know, yeah. all that stuff, right? Yep. So, uh, Giants 9, Jets 8. Did you see that uh, they asked Tom Brady if he, uh, if he thought that the NFL was scripted? No. And he said, you think that I would go along with a script that had me lose two Super Bowls to Peyton's good little point. brother? Good point. <laughs> That's a good point. I did see their promo for the show or whatever, and they were looking for uh, – did you watch that? Yeah, and, yeah. and they were looking for people, and I don't remember who all was on there, but at the end, Brady comes up. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm starting to get nervous here yet, fellas. I said the Jets there at number eight. Okay. Again, most annoying fans. Number seven, the Bears. The Jets, by the way, kind of surprised me just because they've Jets, sucked for Jets, so Jets, long, Jets, too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but J-E-T-S. They would be annoying. Yeah, but at least I feel like they're somewhat loyal to their crappy team over the yeah, years. They are, for you sure. You know, so I don't know. I, the Long Island Jets. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so then the Bears are number seven. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. I mean, that's what I think that's of. That's what I think a, of, too. Maybe that's what's annoying the 80s about the 90s. It, but, yeah. And they were, but, it, uh, you know, again, it's been a while. Uh, <clears throat> number five, or sorry, number six. Don't mean mm. to skip ahead. The Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, Cincinnati Bengals, number six. Why are six. their fans annoying? Oh, all of that Burrowhead nonsense. Oh, yeah, you're right. Trash. Just trash. And by the way, you're I, right. Not till recently, though, but in the last couple of years, I'm with you there. Yesterday, we were talking about these retirement cities, and since he showed up in the top 10 for some unknown yeah. reason, I said, I assumed it's probably, I've never been, but I assume it's not like Kansas City. I got a text from our friend and coworker, Fritz, and he's like, dude, it is not the same. Huh. He's like, it's horrible. He's like, it's way worse. Kansas City is way, way better, I promise you. Mm. Said, okay, well, that's coming from somebody mm, who's lived there. there. So, But you sort of said that. You said you thought of Cincinnati as kind of a rust More, belt. Yeah, more rusty, yeah, so. more gritty than Kansas City. But uh, they got the sixth most annoying fans in the league, so that's something, huh? Yeah, Number, they do. Yeah, number five, Green Bay Packers. Okay. Yeah, you know, they think they're a lot better than they are, that's for sure. Yeah, but they do have quite a, I mean, they've got a lot of things, a lot of reasons for things to go to their head, I suppose. You know what I mean? Uh, Just really? Like, well, I mean, first of all, the whole fan-owned thing, right? Yeah, that that yeah. sort of a thing. City, and then but, just know. the legacy. And they always talk about how great they are. I'm like, for what? And, but they have you been. won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Stop it. Yeah, and then they won, how, what, one with Favre, maybe? Yeah, and then like the first one or something. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's not It does anything. seem like they've been better over the years than they have. Because they talk about how great they are. We always do it, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, and then it's always them losing. Well, now that you say it, I kind of realize they aren't that great. But they right. don't have they're a lot not, of losing seasons, do they? No, I mean, but they're not great. Yeah. They were just really good for so long. Yeah. So Packers... I mean, pretty uh, good uh, enough for so right, long. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Packers fans, fifth most annoying in the uh, league. Number three, Buffalo Bills. Uh, okay. They're the third most annoying. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the uh, second most annoying. Mm-hmm. And the most annoying fans the in the Chiefs. NFL, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Which Chiefs are in the top ten, sense. huh? 
Did I? Where were they? Oh, I did skip over them. They were number four. So oh, I see. Fourth, huh? fourth most annoying fans. We were? Yeah. Mm. Get out of well, here. You know it's going to happen, Snowcone. If they're measuring this thing with, by checking social media and looking at gambling.com and all this stuff and just seeing what right. people have been saying, you've had Mahomes, you saw the stats. Yeah, because we're I mean, awesome. See, that's go. the problem. That's where it starts, right there. That's the problem. Yeah, that's We what, went years with nothing. And you're still assholes. We, we earned it. <laughs> Wait a second. Laszlo, I could maybe go with you. But his behavior's a little out of line <laughs> Annoying. Earned it, but I mean, you didn't think that Chiefs fans were a holes before Mahomes. Come on, I did when I moved here. You did because yeah. they were so passionate about a crappy team, or what? And they were like, "We need to fire everybody. We haven't been good in years." Like you make the playoffs every year. Oh well, yeah, like just I, that was annoying. Entitled, spoiled, never little. won a game in them. After the '90s, it was uh, there. There was we, we lost our way for a, a little while there. I mean, look. I bought season tickets and like whatever year that was because Todd Haley was. Yeah, coach. they were twenty bucks. Exactly. I was like trying to feel like a big Todd shot. Haley days were bad. That was bad. Yeah, yeah I'll agree with that. Yeah, we've earned it. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Why do I always forget his name? Uh, who, who was the other coach? He was right. Be- was he right before him or right after? Todd him? Haley. Who did you say? Romeo just said Cornell? Haley, right? Well, he only no, did one Romeo game, Cornell was he? no Cornell was uh, for a season. They gave him a Dick season. Dick Vermeil. No. I think Vermeil was good. Vermeil was good. That was when, the other thing that's annoying about Chiefs fans. They don't even know who the players are. That, They're just that, a social event. That's when oh, shut up. football <laughs> version of the Chicago Cubs. The, the, just don't know anything about the, it. Just show up and eat barbecue before him. Yeah, who, who's, who's being annoying? Herm Edwards, thank you. Dick Vermeil is so frustrating that because up. that era, that, so that's when Lazlo and I... You that, looked it up. That was no, the, someone on Twitch someone said it. it. <laughs> that was the first actual game I ever went to was with Lazlo uh, to that Colts playoff game, the no-punt game. When he punched the car looked, and you split a Diet Coke? When he punched it, no, yeah. Two different times. The, splitting the Diet Coke, different, but he did punch the lady Saturn uh, afterwards. Luckily, she had had that plastic... He was an annoying Chiefs you know, fan. He must, have, he must have seen those Saturn commercials. But... Uh, no, you were upset because the Chiefs lost. But looking yeah, back, she was an only fan. Beep, beep, get out of my way. Entitled suburbanite. It was a Never bad watch day. A football game. It was a bad day. It was really Kick frustrating. I'm not saying Trent Green was the greatest quarterback of all time. Try I that get in Philadelphia. God, man, that team was Try so that good. In big town. Look, who's being annoying, huh? Who's I being annoying I don't right listen now? To them. Good lord, man. The Church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on, Ken? Well. Let's doom scroll. doom scrolling, man. The news. I mean, what is the biggest story of the day? There's really only one. I think it's agreed upon, at least in this country. The biggest story of the day is football. Officially starts today. Does that sound annoying? It's football night in America. Tonight, a new NFL season kicks off in Kansas City as Chiefs Kingdom gears up to defend their Super Bowl title. We run in the back, back to back. I love you. You it don't sit down unreal. the whole entire game. I mean, if, if you can't stand up for three hours, you probably shouldn't go. Okay, I'd just like to pause there for one uh, quick second. We do sit down in my section quite a bit. Yeah, you're in a suite. <laughs> I'm not in a suite. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's club level. Mm-hmm. But uh, you do stand up, obviously, a lot of times. But I saw, uh, you know, I've seen people get drunk and angry and fight or whatever at games. But I, I, I had to have told you guys this story probably at least when it happened. Not last season, I think, season before. I did see there's season ticket holders, and a lot of times season ticket holders can't make it to a game or they'll just sell their tickets for one game. So we know where these, the, the people that normally sit in these seats, and they weren't there that game. And there were some guys we didn't recognize. 
and they were very, very drunk. And I, I will say, as drunk as they were and as loud and all that stuff, I mean, it's a game, and it's a football game. I, I was kind of on their side. But, you know, the people who we sit with next was they were mad that these guys were standing up so much. Mm. I was like, it is a football game. Yeah, no. I'm like, I don't think you can get that mad. No. But then they got mouthy about it because all the person said was, look, she's handicapped and she has to sit here. I'm like, okay, well. Uh, was she in a handicapped seat? No, and she also no, no. walks. I didn't Too know bad. she was handicapped. And then it led to a fight. Uh, these two with guys, the handicapped person? no, with the husband, but it wasn't like a big deal. But then a guy who sits a few rows further down in front of us, he, I guess, caught wind of this fight, comes up, sits down, gets into it with these guys and punches this guy. Mm. It was one hit, Lazo. When this guy popped up, he looked like he had been hit a hundred times. I mean, his face was so swollen. Oh, his eye was completely closed shut. They were looking for video footage to go through, right? To try and figure out who started it. And they're asking people, what did you see? And I'm like, Pfft. I did. I was didn't watch someone got hit. Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, hard to see these guys are standing up. No, I, I definitely don't want know. to get involved. I, re- I mean, it's I take a- my kids to some games, but it has to be. I know the sun, but it has to be in a suite. Right. Look, I mean, because you can take it's kids, just but like it is a rowdy it's, place. It's my kids, yeah. and I get it. When I had kids, you know, my life changed, not yours. Yeah. So when I didn't have kids, I get drunk and scream and yell and whatever, have fun. You know, if you know, I. It's just like I don't want to take my kids there. And then someone be drunk and yell at him, and then me have to, you know, defend their honor. Of course. Right? So just like, just skip it, man. It's right. okay. We watch it on TV. Yep. College football games are different. Are they? I assume people well, a are lot of time, Well, a lot of times, you know, they just started changing now, but uh, you can't drink. Yeah, I didn't so know that. So a lot of times people tailgate, but by the time they, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, so, yeah. I didn't even know that you couldn't and drink. And college football games are, you know, people ago. get crazy, but they're usually a little more laid back. Yeah. I've never been, but I'm going this year, baby. We're going to do it. We're going yeah. to an MU game together or something. Can you? Well, whatever. K-State? Oh, I'm not driving to Manhattan. Let's just go to an MU game. It'll be fun. Okay. Right? M-I-Z-Z-O-U. Or it's closer. Yeah, right. I know, but, yeah, okay, you bring up some points. But, I'm, you know, I'm trying to find and a K-State's team to root better. For. Like, if you're going to pick one of them. Yeah, but if we're going to go to you it. because it's popular and people like it, it's closer. Or if mm-hmm. you're looking to see a good team, yeah. not that KU is going to be bad, they're going to be good, but I mean, K-State's been a really good football team for a while. you got yeah. both of those right here. Why go to MU? Anyway. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Let's let this uh, story continue. <laughs> I believe they mentioned your Lions. With superstar quarterback Patrick Mahomes at the helm, they've won two championships in the last four years. That's interesting. But no team has won back-to-back in nearly two decades. Coming to the electric environment of Arrowhead Stadium are the Detroit Lions. After their first winning season in five years, they're in unfamiliar territory as favorites to win their division. Yeah, As favorites to win their division. There you go, Mm -hmm. huh? I mean, that's exciting for you. Yeah, you, got, you got Michigan football. Now, you said that you haven't had earlier. You said it, it's maybe never happened in your lifetime or it hasn't happened in a generation. I think that you've had hope for both of your both teams, teams going into the season. There's been this much optimism for both teams. Really? I just well, I mean, the lines had, have been banned for so long. Right, that, right. You know. I assumed that you had hope for the college team every year. I didn't know. Honestly, I just Well, they went through a little. Year. They've been usually pretty good, but they went through about a five okay. or six year lull, but the lines have been bad, and, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and the Wolverines would be good, but, you know, what you had, I mean, maybe in the 90s with Barry Sanders, but I don't think anybody thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. This is, you know, the first time where you've gone in like, man, we could be really good. We could be good. Did Michigan have years like, uh, you know, like the Tyler Palco years, like an era where you just knew even going into the season, there just was kind of like, they haven't they had fixed like enough. four or five there. Okay. Like recently, before Harbaugh. Okay. They had like four or five where it was like, you know, 
I don't know how that works with Not college great. football. I always wondered because you're getting new players all the time and you're losing really, players all the time. a lot more and, about coaching. Okokay, so well, it's that's just, that Andy Reid's not a great coach. He's a great coach. But sure. you, you can win with a pretty good coach in the NFL if you have great players. I don't mm-hmm. know that you can do that. So if you, if you know your coach stinks in college and he's been stinking you know, college, up for college, you're like, then. you know, you have NFL players. Those are NFL players against NFL players. In college, you do have somebody who's going to play in the NFL going against somebody who's going to be an accountant. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you know, that scheme's got to be pretty good. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, have you guys seen uh, anything about this American scientist who's stuck in a cave in Turkey? No. I mean, this is absolute nightmare fuel. This guy, he's a scientist, he's like 40 years old. I was watching this thing this morning. He's stuck in this cave and he's got these health issues, okay? Mm. They're having to uh, try to get to him to try and perform, like, I don't know, transfusions and stuff to help this guy out because of these health issues. But in order to get down to him, it took like 15 hours or something of tunneling. Now, it is, I will say, it's not impossible, it is somewhat difficult to feel completely sorry for people who choose to crawl down into caves, you know, 15 Ugh. hours, whatever. You're, you're a thrill seeker, and that's what you're doing. And yeah, then, you know, but that's, still. But, but once you're stuck there, like, I, have I feel empathy once bad. You do, Absolutely. Right? Like, I'm like, why'd you do it? Right. But also, I'm like, man, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. It's, it's, it's up there with just absolute worst things. I'm very claustrophobic, which I don't think is probably uncommon. I'm guessing most people, over 50%, are at least fairly claustrophobic. Somewhat, um, I mean, not as bad as you, usual, but yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, spelunking or whatever the hell's going I'm not, that's not my thing. Overnight, a team of expert cave divers descending underground in a complex effort to rescue American Mark Dickey, who is trapped deep inside a Turkish cave. The 40-year-old joined an international caving expedition in southern Turkey in late August, but fell ill earlier this month, 3,000 feet below the surface. 3,000 feet? more than half a mile. I mean, I don't know Man. how... Far down, they're usually going when they're spilling. 3,000 feet sounds Seems like, like a lot. way too much. I mean, look, 100 feet sounds like too much, especially if there's not enough space. But uh, the, the latest I've seen, like this is from I didn't like going in, in, in that fantastic caverns where they drive you in them. I was like, I don't love that this. That I can handle. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I mean, I wasn't uh, like scared, but I was like, I don't love this. Yeah, I have I to be able it. to turn up or stand up and turn around. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's the the thought. I still of, didn't like, like driving it. It's like, man, I don't love this. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And there's that feeling the the further back you get that you're thinking. And it wasn't even like I'm gonna. Collapse. It wasn't even any of that. Like it was just like I don't like oh, it. That, it's that just confined. You know what I mean? I don't like it. Now I, would, I don't like just like I don't like the blanket over my head. Yeah, I can't I sleep with the blanket over my head. I know it's not gonna kill me, but right. I don't like it. I know I get what you're saying. Uh, I, can I don't like being in a relationship. Like, I just don't like <laughs> yeah, things on me. Yeah, no smoking. Like, a lot of yeah. room to breathe. Ah. A lot of room to breathe. Now, hopefully this guy Move will be okay. Uh, he said thanks for getting these medical supplies to him, and it looks like they're still working. They're saying it could take days to try and rescue this guy still. I can't but, imagine. Uh, it did make me think. I don't know if you guys saw this yesterday because we were just talking about, you know, these worst imaginable deaths. And when it comes to worst imaginable deaths, we've thought of most of them. You hear a news story and you think, oh, yeah, God, what would that be like? I, you know, and you say you can't imagine, but literally you're trying to imagine. What would that be like? And, you know, drowning is a big one. Uh, there's, of course, things like if you've got a, a, a fear of flying, then maybe an airplane crash. Sure. There's things that involve uh, being claustrophobic, like this poor fellow, 127 hours being stuck. How many hours was it? 128, 127? Mm-hmm. However many it was before he cut off his own arm. Uh, and, of course, the fires... Uh, you know, fire kills people, and you see it in the news, and you think, you know, God, that just sounds so horrible to be killed by fire. But they always say, well, it's the smoke. 
you know, the smoke will get you before the actual fire does. And you're like, yeah, but still, it just sounds. Oh, the pain you know, from the being pain on fire. To, I can't okay. imagine. And they say, oh, well, the smoke will knock you out before you get fired. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know that, man. man. I don't know. But then I see this. Now, this, what's the date on here? Because I mean, they say that, but that only works some of the time because I've, you know, there's been buildings that explode and you immediately get on fire. Exactly. So, right? Exactly. Like, it can happen. So this is from uh, September 6th, right? And this happened, I think this was in Australia, but my brother actually sent me this. And you may have seen it, Snow Cone. A man um, was cooked alive in an industrial mm. oven after becoming trapped. Jesus. They said he would have died in, quote, unimaginable pain. Like, yeah. thanks for that, experts. Uh, according to this, uh, blah, 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 some sort of true crime person. Uh, tragic last moments. And again, this is from s- some website called GBnews.com. I've never heard of it, but uh, so, like, this could just be... Uh, Scam, clickbait, whatever. It says the tragic last moments of Alan Catterall have been described after he fell into an oven he was inspecting. Now, this happened years back, but they didn't have the details of this, right? 54 years old. He's carrying out some sort of cleaning work and inspection of an industrial oven that I guess is big enough for him to fit in because they use these ovens to cook like uh, canoes. And stuff like wow. that. They're making like equipment, so they bake. I don't know what all kind of stuff you oh, the ceramics, coating, whatever. I guess, yeah, yeah. On the so, bottom, is that how it works? Yeah, I guess that's the way that they described it. And he be, he fell into this thing, became trapped, and was I actually cooked. And I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put that up there. Yeah, at I don't the want to work around fire. I think that because how do I, mean, I pass I'm a fire out from man, the heat? But I don't right. Know. But imagine there's no fire. It's an oven. Yeah, and I can't so imagine. you're you're. I don't can't know. Imagine. I, I mean, maybe some expert would say no. You'd pass out from this, but. I've never about thought that. about it because I've never thought of a scenario where it would be possible to just burn like that without yeah. actually having fire and smoke. Although when I was a kid, I did think when they talked about you know women putting their heads in the oven to kill themselves. I, I, when I was a little kid, I thought they were cooking their heads. That's what I thought they were doing. I, I never really I understood it. I like. I thought they were. I, I guess thought maybe it was just I a Tom and Jerry it. joke. I think it still is. Maybe I didn't understand. Because like, it. if I don't you know. stick your head in the oven, doesn't? If I know you're getting gas, isn't the gas coming out? You well, can't I think they closed close it. All it. I think they closed. I it can't far close enough. it all the way on your head. No, I don't know. I guess it's enough gas. Got to be you a room what? that's it getting out. A, into the... Absolutely, could be a Tom and Jerry thing, and I maybe no one ever killed themselves that way. But it seems like a really hard way to do it, huh? Sylvia Plath did. Oh, yeah, okay. Is that true? If you told me that that's not true. She put her head no, in the oven? Like, if, if, if you told me, like, you know, that, that old story, it's here's what actually happened, I would totally buy that, too. I'm just saying the head in the oven thing, you're right. That's probably Seems. the most famous example For and sure. the reason that we even talk about it today. But when I heard it as a kid, I think I thought that you were trying to bake your oven or bake your head. I didn't think about – I didn't know anything about gas and ovens. Right. Or and I – God, I – Hate to even think how old I was once I realized that that's not what they were talking about. Probably, probably in my twenties. But it's not like you think about it that often. But still, I'm sure I was far too. She old. laid down in front of the oven and so, turned on the gas, and that was it. She just didn't stick her head in there. So you didn't even have to stick your head in there back then. Right. You so just she was just inhaling gas. She didn't okay. stick her head in it. Man, that's I'm what I'm saying. I think that the head enough. in it is a Tom and Jerry spoof. I don't think that's a thing. I'm surprised that the just having the door open that you can get enough. I mean, I, I. I don't know. Whatever. It's the same gas, right? We're talking about natural gas. That's what it was I then. That's so. what it is now. And that it just kills you. Mm-hmm. Open the oven door and you, t- you turn the pilot on, but don't, or turn yeah. the gas on, but don't turn the pilot. Don't light it and just mm-hmm. let it go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe someone would say that's yeah, not the worst way to go. Doesn't sound good. You'd probably pass out that way. Yeah. Trust me. Gas. Better than an industrial oven. Right. I'm not even comparing the two. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back and finish Jim's going here in a second. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on, kid? All right, we're finishing Doom's going. Mitch it. McConnell, the yeah. myth, the legend, the man himself. 
there's been some concerns about his health. He hasn't really addressed them very much. Yesterday there was a, you know, I played you in a quick clip sure. of him sort of referencing it, but not really addressing it. Well, the press has been after him a little bit more. Hey, you know, what about the concerns about your health? Now, there have been some Democrats who have come to his defense, which I think, you know, makes sure. sense. Uh, but uh, he got one of these, you know, notes that you get from the doctor. Sure. as they, they, They've got health care. They can go see the doctor. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they get exams regularly. And then I don't know if it's the same with the president for any member of Congress, but so maybe it's public. Maybe it's not. I don't know how much we have a right to know, but he shared the letters and says, look, here's what it is. Uh, it's it's no big deal. Just a little dehydrated. That's all it was, probably. Well, I think Dr. Monahan covered. We'd like to hear from you. I, I know you are hearing from me. Pressed by reporters about the cause of his two freezing episodes in two months, McConnell pointed to letters from the Capitol's attending physician that ruled out a seizure disorder, movement disorder, or stroke. What have doctors said is the precise medical reason for those two freeze-ups? What? Dr. Monahan's report addressed was concerns people might have that some things that happened to me did happen, but they didn't. And they should, really, I have nothing to add to that. I think he pretty well covered the subject. You know, uh, okay. he looks the same. That's the thing about him. Yeah. It's so weird. I, I'm sure he doesn't look exactly the same, but in my mind, he just he's always kind of looked the same. He's 81 years old. And he's had these freezy moments, he's but old, man. he's always just kind of looked this the, the the same with Biden. I noticed a change in his looks kind of quickly. It was some. I mean, I think it was around the time he was running for president. I was like, man, he looks older, you know. Yeah. It just and I, it's not like we hadn't seen him at all since the Obama presidency ended. You can just sort of see it with McConnell. He still looks the same. But the point is, people were worried that he was having some sort of seizure disorder, stroke transient. What's that thing called? Ischemic transient attack. Ischemic attack. Ischemic attack. Thank you. How's uh, that? A mini stroke. Hmm. Snowcomb was talking about him. He 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 called it transient. What is it? Ischemic attack. Ischemic attack. Yeah. So uh, that's a good band name. It's not bad. It it's not yeah. bad. If you can remember how to spell ischemic, I don't even know what letter that starts with. An E, an I. I. Okay. Go with I on that one. Snowcone. I saw. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe this isn't really news, but uh, someone sent some audio. You, every now and then, you have these stories about someone wandering into the wrong home. Sometimes those mm. things can end what? poorly. But uh, apparently Snowcone wandered into the wrong home, a little intoxicated. I don't know when this was. I just got it this morning, so I don't know how old this is, but... Oh, my God. I've never been this close to a bear. Look, he just opened the door. (laughs) He's about to take the beer. He's about to take the beer. He went over here to the fridge and got two white claws. Once I saw him open the fridge, I got scared that he could open the doors to, like, the houses. And I, mean, I remember that night. You do. You yeah, remember that night? That Two white claws look, night. looking for the uh, looking for the beers. So he just went in the wrong house and got some beer. It was a bear. It was a bear going into someone's house in a Florida. Bear? Yeah, drinking white claws. Can hairy. you believe that? Yeah. Yeah. You see my back? Yeah. I thought I'm like it's dark. It's going for white claws in the fridge. You're worried it's a bear. It's Florida. <laughs> like, are you sure it's a bear? Like, you know what? I got on? audio of you. Someone actually, hold on. Someone just sent me audio yesterday morning. Of you going to the wrong house. Oh, really? Of yeah. me going into the wrong yeah. house? Flip okay. the tables a little bit here. Right? Well, you, you need to be prepared for something like this because I have my own audio sitting up here Hold ready on, to I'll go. Pull it so, up. Okay. You just gotta, it sucks. Can but, I hug? Sure. I need a hug. Can sure. I hug, please. Yeah. Oh, I saw this. I this happened in Johnson County. This no, is national good, news. Did you see this, Laszlo? No. I promise you, it's gonna get better. 
This guy, uh, I don't know the the full video of that. Have you seen a longer <laughs> version of the video than that? No, just that that's one. the only one I've been able to find too. But maybe that's all they released. But a cop pulls a guy over, and it's I kept seeing it was Kansas, but it said it was Johnson County, was Kansas. It? And the driver, he's got a Royals hat on, and at the end, he's you know apparently t- talking about how he's having a tough time in life, things just aren't going well, and then he tells the officer, hey, uh, you know, the cops tell him like, hey, you know what, man, things will be all right, it's gonna get better, it's in the end of the world, whatever. And the guy's like, I appreciate it, and then the, the driver says, hey, can I have a hug? Yeah. And the cop's like, yeah, of course. So he gets out of the car, oh, gives that's him a nice. hug. And, yeah. What did he, uh, did he give him a ticket or something? Is that what? Yeah, I looked like he'd given him a ticket, and you know, the guy was feeling. Yeah, pretty bummed down. about uh, other things that were going on in life, and I'm sure there's some longer version of the story. But every video I saw started with the cop telling him, "Hey, you know what? It's not the end of the world. It'll it'll be okay." And then the guy asking mm-hmm. him for a hug, which does seem like, in fairness, nice. something that I might do. Uh, <laughs> an Arizona officer. This has happened twice now in I think the last two weeks, where there's been video of an officer saving a baby, and it might be three times in the last month. Because remember, we talked about that. Ring uh, video of the officer in Michigan. Saving them, yeah. Yeah, saving the baby. So this uh, woman, this is in Arizona. Her baby just suddenly stops breathing. And Mm. she is, uh, I guess, you know, trying to go take the baby. It's unclear how long this baby has gone without breathing. Hopefully not too terribly long. But one-year-old baby, it suddenly stops breathing. And she's going to try and get this baby to the hospital. So she's standing, it looks like at a uh, train station, this officer happens to be walking up and he sees that there's some commotion going. She sees him and goes, Oh my goodness. And she runs over to the officer, you know, uniformed officer, like, can you help me? My, my baby's not breathing. And cops are trained in CPR and that stuff. Right. So he starts to administer aid. And I mean, this would make you religious if you weren't already before, because the officer is able to help the baby. And as he's helping the baby, there just so happened to be a paramedic there, unrelated, Mm. who sees what's going on and comes over and additionally helps. But you can see the body cam footage of this. They help the baby and the paramedic takes the baby into the backseat of uh, the police cruiser to just get out of the sun and to cool off for a second. And you hear the baby crying. And when that baby's crying, the mother is so relieved. I can't imagine. The officer immediately starting life-saving measures on the unresponsive one-year-old. You okay? And after a few terrifying seconds... He's blinking. You okay? ...was able to get the baby breathing again. I heard screaming, so I walk over. And when I peep out this way, from the other side of where the train's at... Uh, mom comes running up to me screaming for help. That's so much pressure. Look, I mean, being a police officer or a firefighter or whatever, those are already big jobs with a lot of pressure. Man. But the idea of someone saying, here's my baby. It's not breathing. It's not breathing now. So if there is some sort of hope left, it has to happen now. You've got like a couple of minutes that you can fix this. Otherwise, it's going to be too late. And oh, sure, man. you've been Jesus trained, Christ. but in the moment... I, I couldn't do that. We we sit here and freeze up. talk all day about yeah. We you like would you go help someone if the house is burning? I like to think that I would. That you just sure you you can't help do if it you're for hearing those cries. You're gonna try at least. But if someone hands me a baby, I feel like I'm saying you hold the baby. I don't know what to do with the baby. Well, that's the thing. The I, courage I to go into the baby. house. I feel like I could muster up. Right. It's just the, almost, if you handed me a baby, not baby. I'm like I don't know. Right. What do you do? Even if we had just taken CPR class, we'd be like, hey, you just out. took that class. I'd be like, nah, me. You gotta do something. Right. right. Not me. I can't be the one because it's not like, hey, this is the sort of thing where we'll pass it around and we'll all get a chance and we'll see who does it best. Mm-hmm. No, this right. is an emergency and it needs to be done try. now. I mean, just try something. Yeah. I mean, and that's what this officer did. I it still wasn't clear to me if the baby. 
was choking or had just stopped breathing, but they said that the baby had had like a fever or had gone to the doctor. So huh. I'm guessing it was, it wasn't choking. It didn't sound like it was some right. sort of medical Wonderful thing. Problem. Were you terrified but, of SIDS? Or just your baby stop? Yeah, I mean, I always walked in and put my hand on their chest and everything. But, you know, you read all that stuff, and it's like it doesn't really happen. I mean, it does, but it's not. It's it's like we talked about with other stuff. It's like quicksand. Like, you thought it was going to be. When you have a baby, you're like, this is going to be a lot. But once you read about it, you're like, it's, you know. I was so terrified. Pretty pretty rare. Yeah, I think I'd be more scared, actually, at the idea of choking or something right. like that. Rolling over and smothering. I right, told you, yeah. I got that sock to put on him, just that right. his heart rate. I could I mean, see myself God, getting one of those. It drove me crazy, man. It was terrifying. And people don't know. You were saying that thing, it just like monitors their, what, their oxygen levels oxygen and all level that and their heart, heart rate. rate. Yeah, it's and a then, little sock you put on him. It's called Owlet. It's pretty expensive, but for the peace of mind, it was yeah, definitely it, worth it. Right, you sure. said something, I think I looked it up, and it was like 300 bucks or 250 bucks. It's got a little, yeah, hub, a little alarm that'll go off if it drops for a certain I think that would save me a lot of stress, especially... I'm sure it affects first-time parents more so. Oh, yeah. Like by the time my parents got to Man, me, they're like, "I loved you know. that sock." Yeah, I, I think I get that. That's a lot of money, but 250 bucks, oh, yeah. whatever it seems like, it it's seems worth like it. a good deal. Absolutely worth it. Uh, and then the boss, Bruce Springsteen. So I think it's been within the last. They got to put a sock on him. <laughs> yeah, maybe he already has one. <laughs> I don't know. Him and Mitch both wearing socks. <laughs> he he had a show. I don't remember where he was, Philly or something like that. And they came on the national news that day. And said, hey, this is just breaking. If you're supposed to see Bruce Springsteen tonight, he has just canceled the show. And they're just saying that there's some health concerns. And I was like, oh, boy. Look, people get sick all the time. And you're touring. And people are also getting sick. right now COVID numbers are up. Mm-hmm. So it, it happens. But someone like him, you're just like, oh, is he just sick? Is it just cold? Well, is it age, COVID? Right? What is it? Right? He's 72. Is everything going to be okay? And then he came back and seemed to be okay. And now he's canceling shows again. Now, they've said finally... That they, and they said it was health related. And like, yeah, they're saying that he's being treated for peptic ulcers or at least mm. symptoms of peptic ulcers. In my mind, when I see that, though, I think, okay, are there things that you know they that can also uh, come along with uh, peptic ulcers or whatever? Like, if you have this, you or you might think it's peptic ulcers. Like, is there a reason to be concerned, or is this a perfectly normal well, thing that happens to people? I looked it up. I mean, it looks like peptic ulcers are somewhat common. Sounds really painful. Uh, it sounds like explain it, it then. It sounds like it, it's it, you know just like an ulcer, except it can get lower and get down into your uh, uh, intestines and stuff. And if it's bad enough, then they can have to go in there and sometimes, uh, I guess, physically operate on them. After rocking out in his native New Jersey just days ago, Bruce Springsteen shared surprising news overnight that he's being treated for symptoms of peptic ulcer disease and that his doctors advised him to postpone the remainder of his September shows. The 73-year-old rock and roll legend adding in a statement, over here on E Street, we're heartbroken to have to postpone these shows. Thank you for your understanding and support. So when I looked it up about things that could cause it, besides just, you know, age or whatever, uh... Taking too many NSAIDs, like too much Advil or mm. too much aspirin or whatever, uh, that can cause it, which I guess is why when people get older, that's one of the many reasons why they don't let them take it anymore. You have to start okay. taking Tylenol or whatever. Uh, smoking and um, those are, oh, and then um, uh, Crohn's disease, which, hmm. you know. Okay. Okay. I've heard of peptic ulcers, just like Me I've too. heard of lots of things, but I'm like, what's the difference between that and an ulcer? Well, it is still a type of ulcer. I don't know. Anyway, hopefully the boss is okay. It's little things like this, though, where you go, all right, next time he comes to town, if they say, look, the cheapest ticket that you're able to get is 450 bucks or whatever, you're just going to have to do it. Because the last couple of times, I'm like, man, I can't get tickets. You got to go. It's like 300 If you haven't gone, you got to go. I just, I can't, I'll, you know, maybe next time we'll get tickets or I'll have more money or whatever. Just got to go. Mm, got to do it. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yo. So uh, Jimmy Fallon is getting canceled. Why? News. I, I don't know if he's actually getting canceled. There's a lot of headlines, though, that say, like, Jimmy like canceled, canceled, canceled the show canceled? or he got in trouble? Like canceled, getting in trouble, canceled. Oh, no. Dude, what you haven't you? seen any of this stuff? No. So, well, Snowcone knows a lot of the details probably better than I do. Uh, I saw the story this morning, and then I saw Snowcone sent it to me and he said that he had uh, read through it. It looks like it's mostly accusations of him being, it's like Ellen type stuff, mm. uh, being a little unpredictable. It doesn't sound like, mm. in the Newsweek thing that I read, it didn't sound like they were the same as Ellen. No. It's not like people are saying this guy is it horrible was more about to work a, with him. A toxic work environment. And it's not so much him, it's more about the environment, but that starts at the top and it's on him to it, fix it. It seems vague is what it seems it like. It does seem kind of vague. And it's one of these things where you're like, you know, I don't know. Where, where, are we going too far with right. the... Hey, you know, so-and-so who worked there at this time felt uncomfortable on this day, and because of social media, they're... Yeah, one of the big quotes of it was seven former staffers cite that they had mental health problems because of it. But you're like, what, what does that mean? What does right. that does mean? Does he work them too hard, or is right. there too much pressure for ratings? Right. It's a little vague. And I don't know why, but for whatever reason, with Ellen, I think a lot of people, maybe including myself, were kind of like, I could see that. For yeah, sure. For that sure. Behind the scenes, she's like, shut up, bitch, or whatever. You're like, all right. I, that, I, could, I could say that. You can say it with a lot of people. Jimmy Fallon does seem like a very affable guy. I know there's been accusations well, that maybe sure he has a drinking problem. in there in that type of industry, you know you have to just be driven. Yeah. You have to be so driven to do what he does. Right. And to any sort of and success it's that it is stressful. Talk about mental health problems. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I think if you go to work in that type of environment, you just got to know it's high pressure. Yep. Like, it's high, high pressure, man. You're talking about millions and millions of dollars. 
straight competition and working for someone who is so driven that they've gotten that far in their life. Like, of course. Yeah, and he's working for someone who's so driven they're running NBC. Right. You know, it's uh, and you're running against Kimmel and Colbert. And people who are and, yeah. just as driven. Like, it, you know, it is what it is. I know that in the past there had been talk, accusations, I guess you want to say, speculation that he had a drinking problem. There were videos of him. You know, singing karaoke. He injured himself. Remember that time yeah, he was injured on the show for a while? And people were like, oh, he's got a drinking problem and we have receipts because of these videos of him at a bar. I'm like, well, people are at bars. Right. You know, and if you're saying it was every single night, and it could be, I don't know, right? I have no idea. Right. And, but it seems like maybe that was also part of this because they did bring it up. It was mentioned, at least in the one I read. I don't know about yours, Snowcone, but they mentioned when they were talking about the unpredictable thing that maybe he has, it could, could this could go back to his mm-hmm. drinking. The mm-hmm. only story really unless you saw another one specific, was the the Jerry Seinfeld thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So What's he, that now? So apparently he had a Seinfeld on and was interviewing him, and the girl holding the cue cards, like, dropped it or, or messed up somehow, and Jimmy Fallon, like, kind of freaked out on her, enough to where Jerry Seinfeld then made him apologize to her in oh, order really? to continue the interview. Which I think is a little telling, because Seinfeld is known as kind of, you know... Emotionless. Yeah. yeah. I, but I could also see if Jimmy was like, hey... You got to get the cards up, or, or even in a jokey manner. And then Jerry says, Hey, you got to apologize. Right. What's the deal with you making fun of her? Yeah. And then someone who worked there saying, This technically happened. You know, you just don't know. I, you think about Laz, all the things you just said being so driven, how much stress it is, how hard you have to work to get where he is, to stay yeah. where he is, all those things. And then to just all of a sudden one day, there's a story like this. And maybe it's deserved. Right. But maybe it's not. Yeah. And then it seems like we as a country have just kind of decided, you know, at least for a while, that we were just going to go, oh, this puts a bad taste in my mouth. Now this thing's tarnished and we're done with it. We didn't always used to do that. And I think we're moving away from it maybe a little bit. Right. But instead of saying, hey, let's wait till we have all I'd the like evidence. I'd like to see what happens. Right. And like, are more people going to come forward? And if these, if there are actual incidents, which I guess I never asked for this of Ellen, although right. the, the accusations kept coming. Right. I'd like to, like, does no one have a hidden video? Was there ever hidden audio or video of Ellen? I don't Nothing remember I any, of, right? No. We never had any actual evidence. Uh, it was just eyewitness, I guess, right. testimony, yeah. right? There was yeah. no, with everyone a having a phone, accounts. you'd think if you were at a, a workplace that was causing you this much stress that you were thinking about complaining to, to someone about the it. The thing about this you story, record I think, something. is that they reached out, they said to like 50 former staffers, and that all of them refused to like go on record and say, and say anything positive. And they said, usually these people will come out oh, and I say, you know, yeah, we had a hard time, but he's a great person, and blah, 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 right. blah. They said none of them would say, like, anything positive, but they wouldn't go on record saying anything negative. But you could also them. tell me that that's normal for people who are former staffers to say we never go on record, because we don't ever... Well, that's what you know Rolling what I mean? Stone said. They for said it's, it's very common for them to go on record, even if it's just to say, hey, I had a great oh, experience there. Oh, it is. There. Okay, so it they is common very, for people to yeah, say, I'll go on record. Yeah, they said it's like saying, very common in the entertainment industry. And they asked 50 people, 50 former yeah, staffers? I think they said it was 50 former staffers, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you had to guess between, uh, let's just do Fallon, Kimmel, and Colbert... Who do you think is the easiest to work for to most difficult? I would have guessed Fallon, but you know what? It's just like the Colbert. Ellen thing. He seems like a really, really nice person. He does, and he's a person. religious, right? Maybe he's, yeah, he's but he seems Catholic. Pretty driven. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely Those a hard worker. Seem driven, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Kim, I, I don't love know. Kimmel. I, I would think all of them would be really high stress. Yeah. I, I really Kimmel do. Like, if you got a job nightly. there, be like, hey, you got to knock this out. Like, let's go. This show, and it's live. This show's got to be good. You know, you don't get, I don't think you get a lot of, that's ah, all right. We'll just, you know, make it better tomorrow. Sure. I'm not sure. Uh, 
You know, yeah, you're right. It's like football players. Like you know, like I, I, are we going to get to that day where you're like, man, working for Andy Reid is really stressful. Right. Yeah, of course it right. is. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Like, it's yeah. not good for my mental health. I just want right. to relax, and they're like, asking me to practice. There's jobs that are just going to be mentally stressful. You're right. And, and then you're going to work for people who run them like that. And I think, you know, any type of sport or entertainment thing is going to feel that. Unless it's like overt. Sexism, racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. any of that. I don't want it to sound like we're saying. If it's just like, hey, you better get that guy. I'm sure Andy Reid has yelled at people before. Right. Like, I'm positive. And and I'm I'm sure Jimmy Fallon has, too. I mean, I would just assume that anybody in that position probably has at some point. And I just, you know, maybe someone will hear us and think, oh, of course, these guys are just saying, well, everyone's too sensitive and toughen up. And, well, to some extent, but uh, look, if something bad is happening, I don't want to go back to a place where really bad stuff can continue right. to go on forever and it's buried and companies try and hide it and they, you know, right. shut up and we'll destroy you and all those things. It's good that we now have, that people have a voice who before didn't. But does that pendulum swing too far? I mean, of course it does because every does. pendulum always swings too far. Right. So we're at a place now where, well, Ellen, you know, she got canceled basically, like we said, with as far as we recall, no video or audio evidence. It was just people saying these things. Now, what about... Maybe Jimmy Fallon. I didn't have a great time working there. He kind of stressed me out. Also, I've read stories about him being stressed in the past. They didn't necessarily accuse him of being mean. They just said that he was worried because his ratings had slid. This has been a couple years ago because I guess he was doing really well at first and then things were sliding. And this was all in relation to the the drinking speculation that he was very stressed out because the ratings had had slipped and he he was losing to... I think he might have at one point... I think this could be wrong. I thought he started off really well, like maybe number one. And people thought, this guy's killing it at The Tonight Show. And then it didn't last for very long. Does this sound right? And then at some point, he was losing. Once Colbert started talking politics, and then I think Kimmel was beating him for a while there, too. Look, it just sounds stressful. Either way, even if he's winning, I'm sure they're screaming. I'm sure there's yelling. I think there's an acceptable (laughs) amount of that. And then there's an unacceptable amount. And if he was, if he screamed at a cue card person and said, Sarah, pick the card up. That, to me, is not a cancelable offense. No. And I could absolutely see people complaining about it now, though, and pretending or thinking that it is. Couldn't you? Of course. So I just think those things are going to be. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know what the the unacceptable amount of that is what you're saying. If it's sexism or racism or that, right. that's unacceptable. But if you're just like, I work for Jimmy Fallon, man, he is. He's tough. A son of a bitch to work for. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, go work for Kimmel. then if you like, it, like it is what it is. Agreed. Like, the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right, hey! Yeah? I know you gotta get out of here. Yep. Lions game tonight, baby. Yeah, there is. I mm-hmm. uh, I, I forgot that's who the Chiefs are playing huh? tonight. Yep, you put any money on it? I did not, no. Why not? Uh, I'm so sure. I don't like... No, I usually don't I'm bet so with sure. the Chiefs. Unless I, you know... I mean, I have bet on them in the past, I think, but I usually don't bet on them. I have a reason to care. I want them to win anyway, so it's exciting. I usually bet on the games that I'm less excited about to try and make it more exciting. Did you? What'd you bet? I know you told me about some. Was that for the Lions game that you were talking about? That? Oh, no, that was a season. That was a parlay season that we were talking about the other day. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. If you put any money on the Lions, I guess I didn't hear the details. See. I didn't even look. Got, let's see what I got here. I know Snowcombe's probably here. put everything he owns. Damn right. On Mahomes. Not a doubt. Yeah, not a doubt. What do you think, Snowcone? Final score? Ooh, I don't know. I'm bad at that stuff. And also, the first game of the season, 
It's really you, yeah, you no, have no one part. knows. There's no right. There's just no idea. If the Chiefs go out there and uh, you know, I'm not even going to put it out there. The point is, anything can happen, especially the first week. You just don't know yet. I have fifty dollars for David Montgomery to score a touchdown. Okay. For David Montgomery to get 60 yards rushing, I think uh, not having Chris Jones will lead to some rushing yards for the Lions. Okay. And then I have 80 yards for St. Brown, alternative receiving yards. 50 bucks pays 387.50. Not too shabby. And then I got 50 bucks straight for the, the Lions? Lions money line. What does that pay? 100. What did it say? It was 10 to 1? Well, it was with a profit boost. Oh, okay. And I think if you did it, then if you bet on your team, whatever team you bet on, right? How much ever money, then if the team you bet on gets up by seven at any point during the game, you win. Oh, okay. So if you put 50 bucks on the Chiefs, if they get up by seven at any point, it's probably a pretty good bet. After the game tonight, I'll probably dive into the app and start looking at games about on this weekend. But tonight... Plenty to be excited about. Mm -hmm. Don't need to uh, win any Uh, money. Good show, Jameer Gibbs. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 